Visible is a wireless carrier that is not invisible. It is pretty clear from the name, actually, radio waves are invisible. And I can say this with authority as a licensed amateur radio operator. That being said, Visible won't be giving you the power to see light outside the visible spectrum. It's actually way better because having that ability would make getting around very difficult and distracting. What you do get with Visible is unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. You get one line of wireless, just $25 a month, which is great in these times of economic uncertainty. That is one line for $25, taxes and fees included. So whatever you're doing at this moment, please stop. Switch immediately. Now, monthly rate on the Visible plan for data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Wir gerne sehen in was ist los. It's dein Freundo Seth. I'm learning German. Yeah, in case you didn't know what that was. That is me trying to impress you with the little German that I know. Right now, I am actually learning German. I took it in high school. I goofed off the entire time. I did some other language learning apps. They taught me things like where the taxi stand is and how to find a bus, um, but not a lot of conversational uh German. Thankfully, that's what Babbel is all about. Babbel teaches you language conversationally, which let's face it, that is what you want to know anyway. I don't know. When I was in school, you learned like how to count. You learned like the colors. You learned the shapes. Those are all important things, but they don't help you when you're in uh, like Cologne, Germany with Ein Nierenstein, which by the way is German for kidney stone, uh, an experience I can unfortunately speak personally to. But I've been using Babbel to learn to speak German again, uh, better than I have before. I actually really like it because it is conversational. It's a little bit more relaxed. One of the things that it does that I really like is it'll sometimes show you what the literal English translation is. And I don't know why, but I find that very helpful in sort of understanding the structure, the grammar of a language and sort of putting myself into that mind space. Since I'm only in Germany for Gamescom, which is like a week, week and a half, I'm not immersed in the German language. I'm not immersed in German culture. So what I do is the second best thing. I'm taking Babbel. Hopefully this year when I go to Germany, I'll be able to impress all the Germans with how much German I know from learning through Babbel. The app has pronunciation recognition, so you'll be able to learn how to speak better with your accent, how to actually properly pronounce the words. That way you won't get made fun of by a, a group of older German men because you said Apfelstrudel and not Apfelstrudel. Um, no, it's really cool. Uh, I'm going to say right now there is a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now you can get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners because you guys are the best ones, by the way, at babbel.com slash realm. Get 60% off at babbel.com slash realm. That is spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash realm. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hello and welcome to Nintendo Voice Chat. I'm your host, Brian Altana. With me, Rebecca Valentine, Parrish Schneider, and Seth Macy. Good morning. Happy Nintendo Direct Day. Yay! We just got a brand new Nintendo Direct, uh, 40 minutes of games we knew about, some surprises, some little things, some stuff launching uh, literally today, so it's great. I want to start off with uh, Paper Mario 2, the Thousand, the thousand Year Door, Yeah. Um, yeah. which uh, in 2004, Parrish Schneider called when he reviewed <laughs> oh <boy>. it. <laughs> <laughs> Highly recommended. Takes the cake as the best Mario RPG yet. Uh, we were Pear was racking his brain to figure out if he actually remembered reviewing that himself. T turns out you did. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Takes the cake, man. Couldn't yes. even remember what system mm -hmm. it was on though. I what a gamer. Pear says the story is funny. The gameplay varied, and the world is so charming you'll want to explore every last corner of it. <gasps> I love this game. It is. It's a great game. Um, this is one of those games that is once again uh, highly beloved by Nintendo fans. Was kind of landlocked to the GameCube for a very long time. Also, uh, you know, the Paper Mario franchise went in some interesting directions after this. Yeah. I, I personally enjoyed Super Paper Mario yep. af after this, but I think um, it's it's pretty well 
It was more of an action game. Yeah, so. it's pretty well regarded that it kind of dipped away from its more traditional yep. RPG roots. It sort of split into the Mario and Luigi yes. series, rest in peace. And then there's the 3DS one, which uh, I didn't really like. I, um, I thought I thought our you know our Switch Paper Mario installment was a quality game, but yes. the, the battle system was kind of messed up, right? Like yeah. it just wasn't as fun. It had this spinning disc system for battles. Not as great as what this game did, which is, you know, it 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 really it really brought turn-based battles to life with the you know button presses, the time button presses. It's a common thing that you can see in so many games today. Yeah. This was this was still really fresh and awesome back then. Okay, so they split it into the Mario and Luigi series, and that's where this gameplay went, and the Paper Mario series kind of went on to be like various other different things. I actually liked the circular gameplay because it was like battles were puzzles, but I agree that like with the with the death of the Mario and Luigi series, we yep. no longer have things. Yes. Like yeah, the, yeah. The disc thing, I like the idea, but I ended up doing the same thing over and over. Whereas like in this game, you your attacks are more varied. Like you're actually trying to use different things, and like I, sometimes not every Paper Mario game is balanced, but they're still super fun. And yeah. you know they they have amazing environments, really kind of cute story ideas. Really good writing. Thousand Year Door, we we saw a little bit in the in the trailer. You know. Princess Peach has her own arc. She she's captive, yeah. but she sneaks away and talks to this this uh, security AI in, in Bowser's castle, and it's just really fun. It's um, a great game. This uh, this game is fully remade in HD, which is important because in Pear's review, one of the bullet points was support supports 480p progressive scan. Yeah, that's right. Whoa. That was huge back then. That was to yeah. pull down, man. That was a big deal in 2004. Yeah, so 20. 20 years ago we got this game yeah um and it's i think it's really special to return this is just really cementing what i've thought for years now that the nintendo switch is is really something magical it is a really yeah. special system it's become this sort of home to uh some of the greatest hits of nintendo history it's got some of the best new installments in a lot of these franchises so i'm i i'm very very happy to see this this was a this was a really wonderful surprise to end the direct yeah and it's, I mean, this is what happened after Super Mario RPG. Obviously, Nintendo and Square didn't see eye to eye on, uh, you know, on Nintendo 64 and its cartridge format. Square went its own way and, and, and created a lot of games for PlayStation. And Nintendo, instead of continuing Super Mario RPG, created Paper Mario. When right. Super Mario RPG uh, was announced, I was covering the, the Nintendo beat back then. It was announced as Super Mario RPG 2. And then it, it it turned into Paper Mario that wanted to differentiate it and also ran into problems with polygonal power and, and made it sprite-based and all of that. And so we got out of that sort of split up and the necessity, we got this new franchise. And how freaking awesome. Today, you know, we have the Switch and we're going to get Super Mario RPG and yeah. Paper Mario yeah. Remix. We already got a new Paper Mario on the system. Maybe we'll get a new Super Mario RPG sometime too. Oh my God, that would be that would be fantastic. So yeah, that's um, that's uh, Paper Mario: The Thousand Year Door, uh, twenty years old, getting remastered fully in HD for the Nintendo Switch. Um, the uh, squid shooting stuff at you looks more horrific than ever before. So you have that to look forward to. Twenty twenty four, no uh, firm release date uh, just yet, but they've got a pretty stacked couple of months coming up, and they've got to show some stuff for next year as well. So I'm very happy about that. Yeah, yeah, pair like you mentioned, um, we also saw Super Mario. RPG today. That's out this November. Uh, so that's uh, what I would say is two of the best Mario RPGs of all time now are are coming into Switch with a fresh coat of paint. And it looks like RPG, you know, for the first time we saw a little bit more about the sort of the remake aspects, right? They created new, like uh, new power meter and group attacks right. and all of that stuff. So they're, they're messing a bit with it. Uh, it was a, a bit on the easy side, the original game. So it we'll was. see if the balance is adjusted uh, a bit, but... Um, yeah, it looks great. I mean, the 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 Mario characters when the in the cutscenes up close, they look really really cool, right? Yeah. Like, they do. Yeah. You know, honestly, I was uh, I was I was sort of hoping for like a, an amiibo announcement to go along with this because I think these weird, these are, right? They're, yeah, they're incredibly toyetic designs. Uh, Seth, you're a big fan of the original, right? I, you know what? The original has slipped away from me for years, and it's so hard to play. And it's one of those games that dozens of people have told me you've got to play this game it's oh. so fun and it would you would love it and i started playing it on my super nes classic but that's a whole thing because you get that up but like i am really stoked for this game because i know i'm gonna love it like i i would have loved to just go play through the original one but like this just looks like it's gonna hit all there were uh rumors about this game before the direct it was revealed earlier in the year and i had this like hunch to start playing it again and i played like the first two hours and then put it down and then woke up came to work 
covered the direct and was like, I will wait because this this looks like the definitive way to play it. Um, it is on the shorter side. And like Paris said, it is, it is on the easier side, but it's so just immeasurably charming that I, I think it's worth playing through no matter what. And it's got tons of like really interesting secrets and Easter eggs. Um, there's there's tons of little like optional side things and, and stuff like that you can do here. So like if, if you golden path it, yeah, you can probably beat it in like 10 or 12 hours. But there's there's a yeah. lot there's a lot to cook here. Reb, your mustache well, now, is almost falling off. What are your thoughts on Mario RPG? <laughs> uh, so I've never played either Mario RPG or Thousand Year Door in full. Oh, I, man. I have nice. played like the first couple hours of both of them at other people's houses as a youngster. Uh, but <laughs> this is the year. Don't drink coffee while wearing a fake mustache. Um, <laughs> but, uh, but I've never, I'm, and I liked both of them very much. But I just, I the opportunity never presented it itself uh, for me to play through either of them. And so I'm, this this year has been just an absolutely golden year for RPGs. Yeah. Uh, for me, for me especially, and for the world as well. Uh, so I'm I'm really stoked to play RPG later this year, and then pick up Paper Mario whenever that shows up. Yeah. Um, that's, that's coming a month after, or a few weeks after, uh, Super Mario Wonder. So, uh, Mario fans are, are eating well this year. Um, yeah. I want to move on to another, uh, first party title, which I think was like probably pound for pound had the most sort of delight and surprise of anything today. Uh, <laughs> Princess Peach I'm ready. Showtime. Can oh we talk about this? Oh my God. So, uh, Princess Peach Showtime. <laughs> My queen! Let her rip! No, scream. Um, <laughs> revealed earlier this year, didn't have a title, didn't really, they didn't say much. They were just kind of like, and uh, be excited for Princess Peach to get her own game, an untitled Princess Peach game coming yes. soon. Anyway, bye everyone. And we were like, wait, what? <laughs> and today we find out um, she goes to a stage play, gets sucked in by what some sort of evil grape woman and her sour sour grape bunch. Yeah, yeah. yeah sour grape. There's a whole gang of uh, just miserable <laughs> grape people, and uh, Princess Peach has to save this the the uh broadway or off broadway yes um using the help of her friend stella and also numerous costumes that she could turn into uh gorgeous aesthetic with this game just like really uh, almost more paper mario-esque uh backgrounds and stuff like that reb you were losing it um what's going on with this game should we be excited because i'm excited oh it looks really good i think i think what is enamoring me about this is look whenever whenever nintendo tries to make a new series around one of its kind of iconic bunch of characters. Uh, they have to, you're not just going to make another platformer, right? right? Like you need to give it a special flavor. Cause I think they already have sort of this roster of platformers. They have the Mario games, they have the Yoshi games, they have the Donkey Kong country games. You can't just keep making the same thing over and over with different heroes in in place of these guys yeah which and they so, they tried with princess peach at one point right like they, they made did. super princess peach yeah. and it was just kind of like eh, okay all right, all right this is like, it's like mario with a reskin yeah, it's just like a little kid's platformer basically um, mario with and, crying is yeah. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> and so they so with luigi i think they did a really good job of establishing what a luigi game is, yeah which is it's this game where he gets this mansion and does this ghost hunt thing and He's scared. It, there's different variations of that but he has so much personality so they had to really reinvent what they were going to do with peach and figure that out and i think i think for years there's been sort of this feeling that oh peach is like the stereo typical damsel in distress she doesn't like what really are her powers well she can kind of float and and whatever but they've been sort of figuring out in the last couple of years i think with the mario movie they did oh a yeah absolutely job on this of like giving her her own identity and making her frankly very cool mm-hmm. uh and this is so great because her her power in this game is she can become anything yeah she can turn into whatever she can take on any role she can cook and she can wield a sword and she can be a detective and she can do kung fu uh and probably a bunch of other things too and it's all because she visits this theater and it just sort of awakens this magical ability in her and that's gosh that's so cool i can't I, I can't wait to just like hit people with a sword and then be peach and then also cook a cake. It's like, uh, yeah, you nailed it. You totally nailed it. It's a weird, <laughs> the, the gameplay concept, it looks like a kind of classic adventure game. There are lots of adventure games in this direct anyway, but then each, each section section seems to have its own gameplay, right? There were yeah. a couple of, there, there was the rotating tower that reminded me of Clonoa. There was the sort of, uh, you know, adventure exploration stuff as a detective. The Kung um, Fu was kind of like a fighting game. I guess game. they're not mini, mini games, they're macro games. It's like a macro game collection yeah. Yeah, or something, bit. right? Like each stage has a different gameplay conceit. Um, it, I'm curious to see if they all shake out and if that comes together, but that's a really different concept from the other yeah. Mario line games, what, right? I what I love about this as, uh, as an old is that um <laughs> princess peach's first sort of playable uh iteration in a video game was super mario brothers 2 and that had that sort of like 
curtain stage play yeah. thing, which that they then yeah. carried over to Super Mario Brothers three. There was always that kind of notion. I think Miyamoto even confirmed it at one point that the characters in the Mario universe are uh, effectively interacting like they're in a stage play together, right? Like they're actors, and they're uh, you know sometimes they're fighting each other, and sometimes they're friends and stuff like that. And so to bring that sort of like uh, that old lore back and be like princess peach is like literally sta- st- rescuing stage plays is really yeah. awesome and seeing her stu- do stuff like that like fencing peach we got kung fu peach uh sherlock peach patissier <laughs> peach which is just like i love this like look look there it seems like they're they're doing a really good uh, job of taking every one of these levels and making them unique adding different uh gameplay spins on them these these, these little duck guys yeah, what are they who kind, are they they kind of look like the piantas or whatever from yeah, mario yeah, sunshine but like a uh, child versions but also they they're they graduated super cute we have questions you know and we have time for it to be answered because this is not out until uh uh late march 2024 but yeah, so they're going to, you know, it's we are getting, you know, more first-party titles rolling into next year. We didn't get anything about uh, the Switch 2 today. I don't think we will. I think they're still, no. They're not going to show know, that in a direct to start. Yeah, especially. To start. To start. To start. I agree. Especially on the precipice of, like, the holiday season. Did you notice that Charles Martinet was not voicing Princess Peach in this game? That's right. Yeah. Or, yeah. or ever. That's yeah. first. <laughs> or yeah. ever. Yeah. Usually, yeah, he's, that's, yeah, he's, he's not never, doing that. Yeah. That's yeah. not his Mario. Nope. He's moving on. Yeah, that's okay. Um, but no, it, this this was just awesome. I I actually when when this trailer started, I thought it was going to be a reverse thing where it was like Mario made you a cake. Come to the yeah. castle. Right, yeah. And then, like, yeah. Mario yep. gets kidnapped. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't. It does, it feels like Bowser's sitting this one out. It feels like Mario's sitting this one out, yeah. which is really interesting. Like they're just letting her do her own thing that's and great. be in her own game. Great. Awesome. I hope he, I hope Mario rape. is not in this, but then like Luigi is for some reason. That'd be funny. <laughs> yeah. Not just because I'm dressed as Luigi. Yep. No, there might well, be a thing there. Yeah. You know, I don't know. We don't that'd know, be, we don't know amazing, everything about them. Also, uh, shout out to IGN's uh, Stella Chung because uh, you now have a video game with a character named Stella in yeah. it. So that's yep. you. That's yep. you. Yep. Happy birthday. Canonically, that's you. Um, yep. <laughs> so yeah, that was a wonderful surprise today. Uh, another surprise that I have to talk about that I. Did not expect in a million years uh, is the, is the return of F Zero <laughs> the silliest way possible. Thirty years later, in the silliest way possible, with F Zero ninety nine, a yep. ninety nine player battle royal game with uh, beefed up SNES graphics. <laughs> okay, so for a quick history here, we have had uh, what uh, Tetris ninety nine. Yep. We've had Pac-Man, Pac-Man 99, Mario 99. Mario, Mario, Mario wasn't 99. Mario oh, excuse was like... me. Mario 35. 35. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um, We're somehow less than 99 Mario. Yeah. Too many Marios. And so, <laughs> it was for uh, this, the 35th anniversary. Yeah, this this series, I guess, if you want to call it, uh, has, has basically subsisted on a bunch of games that have uh, been really fun, and then some of them have kind of just been, uh, you know, sunsetted, which is... Uh, yeah. kind of annoying. Mario 35, you can't, you can't play you that can't game play anymore. It. Yeah, and I loved nope. that yeah. game. It was awesome. That game's um, very good. And then they took it away from you. This is yep. brilliant. This is brilliant. This is out today on Nintendo Switch. Uh, I love it. This, I believe this will be free, right? This is just well, for part Nintendo. Of the if you're already Nintendo online. Yeah. NSO, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're on the Nintendo online stuff. Um, Seth, what's your stance on this game? I'm into it. I love the original Super Nintendo F-Zero. I played like probably thousands of hours. That was like one of the two games that we had when we got our, our Super NES for Christmas that year. Yeah, F-Zero. same. And I, I love this game so much. It's still like the original is still super, super fun to play. It's super hard. <laughs> yep. So I'm yeah. kind of interested like how that's going to um, affect playing with 100 other people. Like it's already kind of difficult to, to make it through some of those later tracks. But yeah, like I'm into this. And by the way, Dan Stapleton, if you're looking for a reviewer, I mean, like, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. I'd be more than happy. Seth, uh, I'm I'm in the same boat as you. I got my Super Nintendo for Christmas the the year it came out after uh, you know begging and begging and begging, and I got um, Super Mario World and I got F Zero and Super Mario World 100%ed and F Zero I played constantly despite being not great at it and it being extraordinarily hard. Also, very stupid story, but I found F Zero uh, it from from uh, my from Santa wrapped up. Um, in uh, a, my parents' closet, and uh, it said in pen F zero on it. And oh. uh, my dad was a teacher, and at the time I was so dumb that I thought my dad got a present for a student that failed one of his classes. 
And so I didn't put it together. And then on Christmas morning, I opened it up and I was like, oh, you idiot. Oh, that's hilarious. So anyway, uh, F-Zero 99 out later today. I like the new gameplay stuff they're doing, that sky bridge thing where you can just yeah. hop up above the track. Yep. Like, It's funny. I mean, it borrows elements from F-Zero X, right? Like The yeah. original isn't a physical game. Uh, it was a Mode 7 showcase, so it was yes. all about the graphics. It's very hard. You know, the, the drifting was very different. This one has that sort of racing in a big pack of enemies feel from f-zero x um look i'm a huge f-zero fan i yeah. own every game even the ones that didn't come out here including 6040d's construction kit and and the gba games and i was rocking the blue joy con today to will it into existence you did like, it my magic spell it. worked it I worked trying something. to get f-zero gx slash ax remade into sx but i'll take this one this is a life sign that they haven't given up on the ride-based F-Zero and not just Captain Falcon. So mm -hmm. uh, Blue Falcon, welcome back. Yeah, uh, Smash Brothers fans, uh, you may not know this, but uh, uh, Captain Falcon is usually in a car yes that's right. <laughs> usually he's i know for for if, if you're if you're under the age of 40 you've probably only seen him kick yes. people but he drives a car occasionally too uh it's been yep. a very long time since we've got a brand new f-zero game uh they were a thing that were, were such an important part of uh early nintendo and then during the gba era it feels like we got a bunch of them oh yeah and I think that maybe like watered down the franchise or a, a, a little bit. The last bit. one didn't come out here. We yeah. Never got, and, we never got it. And I think they didn't connect with people in the same way. But F-Zero GX for the GameCube uh, was one of the last big sort of like, you know, uh, Sega worked on that one. And it had all these awesome features. Like you, vision, yep. Yeah. And you could bring your GameCube memory card to arcades and plug it in and have your race data and play there, too. So it was it was a whole thing. Um but like many franchises that have been dormant and now have returned, uh, Pikmin, for example, I'm hoping that this is one of the ones that like brings on a new renaissance of F-Zero games, that this connects with a bunch of people. So yeah, download this game today, play it, so we get F-Zero GX remastered. Because they're obviously in the mood of remastering old Nintendo totally. games, yeah. right? And by the way, yeah. AX, the arcade version, which I yeah, used the Triforce arcade board, yeah. Nintendo and Sega had partnered uh, on when Namco was in the, in the game too. Uh, the AX version had all new tracks. They were hidden in the GX GameCube version, but nobody could beat the game to unlock them because, <laughs> you know, there, there were a few. But it was Ooh, it so is. freaking hard. I actually wrote the strategy guide on it, and it is the most horrible job I ever had at IGN. This <laughs> this game was so tough. And for if they remastered it and had the AX courses unlocked from the get-go or part of the, the main story, uh, main campaign, this would be as big, like, content-wise as a Mario Kart game, you know? Yeah, it was I agree. A freaking yeah. awesome game. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I love the audacity of of making something like this, where you you take damage when you hit on other cars. And at the beginning, you were yep. sitting in a pile yeah. of ninety eight other oh, cars. Yeah. Uh, it's it's gonna be like it's like if you're playing Fortnite and landing at like tilted towers or whatever immediately. It's, it's just gonna be an absolute yeah. mess, and, and I'm very excited for that. And it has the greed element, right? Boost and your energy goes down. A classic F zero thing, right? And so you can try to get ahead of the pack, but you you become more vulnerable to attacks. Then so it's this is awesome. So pair. Uh, one of the things that repeatedly brought me back to Tetris 99 was they would do like sort of like theme weekends yeah. where they'd be like, hey, if you get X amount of points in this three day window or whatever, you can unlock a free skin for Tetris 99. Do you think that there's like is is there a, the ability for something like that to happen here? Like, how do you how do you keep the legs in a game like this going? Right. Yeah, no, I think, I, look, that's the formula they have now, right? It's it's the center, these 99 games are the center point of the Nintendo online experience. And some some people will just not stop playing them, right? right? Like, it's yeah. a daily thing for them, and they really get into it. Um, you know, first of all, the F-Zero universe, you see this here with all the car models. The universe is really rich. There were so many racers already already in the original and then construction kit on the dd introduced a ton more that were pre-built cars that we never actually saw uh, in in the u.s so there's certainly a lot of lore to explore and then when they do crossovers it could be really really fun i actually really loved um i believe it was in the the manual that came with the game was mm -hmm. like you'd flip through and there'd be profiles of other oh, yeah. racers and like these yeah. kind of funky uh mario 90s, guy yeah there'd be like yep. these 90s comic illustrations of and they'd be like samurai goro, samurai goro. tell you like yeah, the whole history the of one. Yep. There was a lizard man, I believe. Strange yeah, stuff. His name was yeah. 
Johnny Lizard. Face. Johnny Lizard Man. For for a racing game, it was ridiculous it how many characters they created. And yeah. GX took that. Amusement Vision, you know, uh, Nagoshi was a huge fan of the series and then created backstories around a lot of these side characters and brought it together in a story mode that still remains one of the hardest things in games to date. A cool thing we're seeing here is just sort of how customizable it looks like mm -hmm. the actual cars are going to be. You'll be able to do decals and color schemes, uh, unlock different models. A bunch of them had locks over them. So I think that's where you'll see the growth in this game is uh you know with tetris 99 you, you people weren't really like oh i unlocked a new color l block or whatever mm -hmm. but in, yeah. in f-zero you can be like oh there's an endless yeah. amount of of different cars you can put in here like put a mario kart in this game who cares right have fun yeah. give me um, speaking of Mario, I want to go to another game today. This was kind of a monkey paw situation for me. No pun intended because <laughs> it involves Donkey Kong. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong. Uh, okay. So Mario versus Donkey Kong first came out for the Game Boy Advance in 2004. Um, but Mario versus Donkey Kong is effectively uh, the next iteration of what is one of my favorite games of all time, which was Lemmings. No. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, definitely. No, I don't like the Lemmings parts of these. No, Donkey Kong 94 for the original Game Boy. Right. I knew Rev, you were Have you ever played it. Donkey Kong 94? No. Yes. Okay. Donkey Kong 94 is a basically like a, 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 a remake of the original Donkey Kong, where after the first four levels end from the arcade version, you are then spit into this world where you play as Mario. He's got this side scrolling uh, Mario 64 moveset where you can do handstands and backflips and all this fun stuff. We're taking a look at it right here. Um, it was fantastic. It was one of the first games to really take advantage of the Super Game Boy, which was a peripheral that allowed you to play Game Boy games in full color on your Super Nintendo. And it was, uh, it was like something like eight worlds with like 10 levels in each one. They culminated in multiple boss fights against uh, Donkey Kong, but your goal was to basically carry a key to the end of the level um, using various platforms and puzzles and stuff like that. To me, it is the best version of this franchise that they'd ever done, and from there, it grew into a slightly different thing, yeah. which was stylistically sort of similar but became more about these things called minis which was a, a factory that was overrun with tiny mechanical wind-up mario toys <laughs> you then had to i sound insane right now <laughs> you then had to uh, bring to a goal um this was the first one of those games it i think is the best one of those games and they they very much lost the plot after that they did a bunch of sequels somewhere like dsiware somewhere yeah. you know yep. more and more and more of them so this i think is a remake of the original one from 2004 another remake from 2004 oh, it is today. a remake i think so okay um and they've added some new features uh the graphics are much better now they're all in hd widescreen uh there's a four-player co-op now which i'm interested to try but i i i don't know i saw this for a second and i was like are we getting a remake of donkey kong 94 which is the best of those games yeah. and it's not no but, you have to free yourself from that, right? 94 is like the missing link game. It's it's like... if I see what you did there. Donkey Kong and yep. Mario. Monkey joke. And then 94 is in the middle, right? It's like it yes. takes the elements from both franchises. This is actually more like a puzzle game take. The way that Captain Toad is a puzzle game based on the, the Mario universe, this is a puzzle game take on the Donkey Kong games. Like you see their elements from Donkey Kong in there, their elements from Donkey Kong Jr. with the vines and or, or the ropes in there. But in in the end, it's about lots of little things moving around. You have to guide them to the right goals. You have to get them all to get the best rating for the level. Mm -hmm. And then it's about, it's the typical sort of like put key here, leave it there, go yep. over there, do this thing, come back and open the door kind of puzzle game, right? Yeah. And I it, actually really like them. But no, yeah, I do. I do too. Yeah. Like, so that, oh, okay. Yeah. It's one of those things where it's like, yep. you know, it's, this is, you know, if it, it's is pepsi okay like no, it's, it's, you know like no it's f099 for me it's like yeah i would like a new f0 game but i'm just happy they're acknowledging the sure, franchise is still sure. alive this this series was um was overseen by nst so yeah. the american part of nintendo software development uh you, you know in seattle so i'm i, I didn't see who the developer was on this one but it's kind of it's cool the legacy lives on yeah, and it, look, it looks really beautiful. I'm going to play it for sure. I'm being, you know, I'm being a Stop little being bitter a here. I'm not being a hater. I, I, I do, not, I do enjoy this game. It's yep. not Donkey Kong Country. Yeah, no, this is what I wanted. We uh, whatever Donkey Kong Country's fine. Hey, Rare no, cannot no, make. New, no, 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 a new Donkey Kong in the Donkey. I, oh, like oh, 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 yeah, no. no, no, no. Yeah. I didn't want a remake of Donkey Kong Country. We, I said Rare. I mean, Retro cannot make another game this decade. Stop it. I don't need them to do it. I need someone else to do it. 
This yeah, when was the the last game they made was the re, the port of, of Donkey Tropical Kong Freeze. Tropical Freeze. Yeah, that came. I'm sure they were drafted to finish tracks for Mario Kart and work on Zelda and all of that stuff. Right. Oh, like sure, I'm yeah. I'm making a joke. Obviously, no, no, no. I, and I'm I'm not actually disappointed about this. Like this no. uh, this is cute. I might play it. Maybe depending on when it's, it comes out. This was another Samus free showcase, by the way. But you it really know, was. We're not gonna get sad about that. Seth, what's what's your take on uh on on this franchise? Are you into it? Yeah. <laughs> sure i mean yeah i played I, I don't even remember which one of them i played and you know i i enjoyed it it's charming this looks very like beautiful it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun but it also isn't like the donkey kong that i that i wanted and i realized that like who cares um that i need to get past that and get beyond my ego but like yeah no, no, no. You don't i really need wanted i like my, how pear put blue um switch uh, Joy-Con on a switch to to summon forth F-Zero and it kind of worked. I put Donkey Kong 64 on the, oh, on the Nintendo 64 behind me hoping we'd, uh, we'd get that coming to NSL and instead we got what looks like a very charming game that I'm sure I'm going to really like I'm going to enjoy it a lot and it's, this looks like the exact kind of game like oh I'm going on an airplane now and I want to play that's a it level right. of I was going to say yeah. this is a perfect airplane game it's like that part like the nine hours into an international flight where your ears are hurting from the airpods and you're like I just want to play a game where I can do little puzzles and I don't need the audio on boom right perfect. Yeah. here it is Seth next time there's a Nintendo Direct uh, you and I will will get together and we'll do like a banana summoning circle <laughs> oh yeah I like that I will bring on NSO. I'll bring red and yellow Joy-Con for the next direct. Has, nice. has we'll make it happen. Has Donkey Kong 64 made it to any virtual consoles in the past? I forget. That's a good question, I, and I don't have an answer. I'm gonna that. yeah, um, because I I, I do wonder sure, if that's no? like one of those weird one that's th that sort of stuck between like the rare and Nintendo. Yeah, it was on the Wii U. It looks like I, I don't okay, think so. Cool. If you can have Golden Eye on the Switch, I think yeah, anything true. goes. Yeah. That's, yeah, that, anything that's what I thought. Goes. Like Golden Golden Eye's on there. Sorry to make this about a game that was not no. at the direct. God. Uh, <laughs> but like like Golden Eye's on there, and then they also got I, they got Banjo Kazooie, right? Yeah, I think yeah. some of, one of the also. biggest differences between those games is that um, uh, Donkey Kong sixty four is bad. It is. I knew you were going there. I yes. knew it. I saw I it coming. I agree with you, and I love it. It's, it's not bad, but it's aggressively okay. And but I love it. But I love I it. I also love I it. I love it. Seth, you, lo you love it too. So oh, yeah. Super fun corners, bloated. Seth effect. and I find a way to bring this up at least every every NBC. Yes. Um, yeah. That's you, why I was so If stoked. you can't wait for Donkey Kong 64, head down to your local uh, party store <laughs> and just count all the balloons. <laughs> or, or be Rain Man and drop all the toothpicks on the floor and pick them up again. <laughs> but only the ones that match the color of your underpants. Yeah, and then then leave the room, come back with a different costume on That's and right. do it all over yeah, again. Different underpants. I refuse yeah. to to participate in this scandalous that's okay of the, one yeah. of the best these guys are just being mean because they got the a bunch funnest. of video games they Seth, like you can love mediocre games it's totally fine it's not a, it's a wonderful fun game and everyone talks about oh you have to go back and collect and collect and collect that's called replayability oh. Seth, Seth come, come on come on out here i bet you and i could take these two all right i bet you know i've been working out you can so. probably take it this year i decided i actually wanted to like follow hockey a little bit more than just the most casual of casuals. So I subscribed to a service that streams all of the NHL to your television. Uh, the Boston Bruins home opener. I went to watch it and boom, blackout restrictions apply, which I thought was kind of ridiculous because I'm still 200 miles away from Boston, but whatever. Had I had NordVPN, that wouldn't have been a problem. I would have just gone in, changed my settings to another geographic area, and boom, I could have been watching all the Boston Bruins home games like it was nothing at all. So now I have NordVPN, and I can watch the home games of my local teams streaming without being frustrated. It's the same thing with, like, Netflix. It has all these complicated licensing rules, which from one country to another don't really make sense. So something you could watch on South Korean Netflix, you won't be able to watch on the United States Netflix unless NordVPN, boom, switch to South Korea, and you're watching whatever Korean drama that you want I highly recommend you do that. I haven't done it myself, but people seem to enjoy them. And who am I to try to bring down people's enjoyment? Uh, NordVPN, more than just entertainment and sports availability, it's going to protect you, especially when you're traveling, when you're using public Wi-Fi. People are trying to get in there. They're creeping on you. Bad actors, people trying to steal your password, your bank account details. Who knows what the government's doing these days? I can't keep track. They're all over the damn place. NordVPN. 
It's going to protect you. It's going to protect up to six devices because I know you have at least that many devices in front of you right now that can hook up to the internet. Boom. Fastest VPN in the world. You're not going to get any buffering. You're not going to get any lagging. Uh, it's going to stop your ISP from bandwidth throttling, which they do. That's kind of sneaky, especially how much you're paying those guys. There's threat protection to protect you from viruses and malicious malware and whatever else. Uh, um unsavory actors are out there. If you want to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. That's nordvpn.com slash NintendoVC. Victor Charlie. Uh, that link is also going to give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There is no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nice of them, and I appreciate that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. <laughs> you know, I want to I want to move on to something um, that tragically He's trying to silence uh, us. Tragically, had to end today. Vanillaware? No, no. no. Um, I, I'm talking about a little game called Mario Kart 8, which oh. I feel like oh. you know it was just getting started. You know, yeah. like they, they really were just kicking things off with came Mario out. Kart. Yeah. Uh, you know, Mario Kart 8 famously um, one of the most short-lived video games, <laughs> I think. No, Mario Kart 8 originally launched for the Nintendo Wii U, uh, what, 14 years ago? Like 13 yep. years ago? Yep. It's yeah. been so, however long it's been. It's been so long. Um, it got ported to Switch where it it saw... Uh, my God, the 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 biggest sort of second life I've ever seen of any video it's game. It's ridiculous. Oh, yes. yeah. oh, Seth 100%. knows the bundle. Yeah, yeah. I, oh God, guess what? By the way, if you want to go shopping early for Black Friday, <laughs> you don't have the this game Mario Kart bundle is coming back At, again on October sixth. You can actually pre-order right now. Yeah, podcast. Ev- and don't have a Switch and a Mario Kart yet. <laughs> Every yeah. single year, we're like, "What's the Black Friday bundle going to be for the Switch?" And Nintendo's like, "Guess you know what it's going to be. What do you think yeah. it's going to be?" Uh, look, with Mario Kart, eight. with the conclusion of this last track pack. Yes, the the whole of Mario Kart eight is now the greatest racing game. Oh, it's just God, yeah. yeah I'm sure. a fan. I love Gran Turismo two. Forza Horizon 5. I play more racing games probably than any other genre. This is such an amazing package. Yep. Why do they need F Zero oh. to have this? Yeah. I, mean, I don't mean to be well, glib because F Zero is a it's different. It's different. It is. Look, it, no. is. it is. F Zero has but no also, weapons. Like in a in a in a let's make <laughs> money yeah. brain space. Oh no, that's that. Mario Kart killed F Zero, and I'm, also Mario Kart Eight killed Mario Kart Nine. I'm ragging on this game, yeah. but I have so the good. the day every single update has come to this game. I've been there to download it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every single every time they add new tracks or characters or whatever to this game, yep. I'm there. And like the last few packs have been some of the best stuff they've ever done. The Yoshi's Island course they did was incredible. Yeah. Uh, all the stuff they brought over from uh, Mario Kart Tour, which yeah, they, they just sunsetted. Tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Those were tracks. Yes. They, I, I'm glad they find, found another use for the city courses from Mario Kart tour yes um no but like look they're they're good when used sparingly and like every time you get an actual mario kart console series or or handheld series track they're just freaking awesome and yeah and the remakes of the tracks are freaking awesome it's actually kind of incredible the way in which nintendo has shifted the quintessential party game for Mm -hmm. when i have people over who do not typically game uh for years and years it was smash brothers and melee specifically if you if we were having people over we busted out melee and we would do like a tournament mode and everybody would take their turn and come up and play and then and then you know they moved on to other smash brothers games and we'd kind of break it out but over the years you know the the various people in my life who do not actively play video games on a regular basis were kind of like ah smash brothers i don't know moved on to jackbox and stuff but in recent years we don't bring out Smash anymore. We bring out this. It's so because fun. Everybody remembers Mario yep. Kart from when they were kids. Totally. This play, if you played Mario Kart when you were a kid, this is roughly the same. Yeah. I mean, there, there's, you know, obviously more courses, more guys, but if you know how to d- drive a cart around and throw an item, you're fine. And you recognize at least half the characters because you know who Mario is. There's also some there's like, like 20 Mario's. There's some 
a really great kind of like approachability stuff for kids too. Like yeah. I'll, I'll play this game yeah. with my kid and put on the uh, thing where like she can't fall off the levels or like it auto. Yeah. The uh, little cr- steering correction. Thing. Yeah. It auto really steering good. corrects or like it keeps the gas going. And then she's just like shooting shells at everybody. It's great. Yeah. They added, uh, they announced they're adding Pauline uh, from Donkey Kong and uh, Funky Kong from yeah. Donkey Kong and Diddy Kong from Donkey Kong mm-hmm. and Peachette. From, from I don't know what Mario Kart Tour is that what no. that is Peachette she's yes. little Peach but that's it's different than Baby toe, Peach toe death, uh, joke like the transformation was Baby Peach not already in this game yes, so in she's... New Super Mario Brothers U Deluxe okay. say that five times fast I would not like no. to Toadette grabbed a super crown she turned into Peachette oh so that is a deep oh. cut okay wow. a little bit it's very i thought this was somewhat <laughs> recent right like this was like she was like a recent kind of addition um when they cause, yeah because because she was not in the original new super mario brothers u but when they did the right. deluxe version for the switch toda i i'm talking about this and a bunch of people are going to tell me i got this wrong somehow. no no you're so I'm right not, i'm not going to keep going you're right she when, was, she's a recent thing she was only in like the one game and then i think she's Popped, she popped up in tour. Reb, um, did you know that when a small restaurant gets a, a crown, it becomes a luncheonette? <laughs> <laughs> also, I think, don't laugh at that. That was terrible. They should have done Bowsette. They should have done Bowsette. Where is Bowsette? Where's yeah. Bowsette? Well, yeah. look, on, this, guys. So I, I, I just want to say, like, victory lap for Mario Kart 8 here. This game is done. It is finally finished. That's what yeah. you think. I, I, it's no, got to be. Right. It's yeah, cooked. No, they on. said, that's it. What they're are they doing after this? Making, they're now going to start making Mario Kart 9 for the Switch 3. But they're why? They're going to start making yeah. Mario Kart 3 <laughs> when the Switch 3 comes out. The Switch no, 3? You know what they're, yes. they're working on porting this to the next Nintendo console. That's oh, where for all their sure. efforts are going to go. So, oh, yeah. it's going to be the deluxe complete edition. And you're just going to yeah. buy the cartridge or whatever. It comes yes. on a tiny little disc and it'll have everything on it at once. There you go. And then they'll start doing more. Yeah. And we'll never have a Mario Kart no. 9. No. But Mario Kart yeah, 8 is, is great. I, because 8 yeah. is right. infinite. Yeah. Infinite turn on its side. Well, so but that that's but that's what true. I think with they trash. should do with this. They no. should they should, but they should they Don't. should change the name to Mario Kart Infinite or something. I think the the hover cart stuff's gotta go in the next game. Do something different. Get, get me, Double dash mechanic. Give me tank track. Make, I them, just, give me make them walk. I can't explain why I do it on foot. But I think this is because this game has the same question that uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate has, right? Like, right. where does it go from here? And I feel I cannot explain to you why I feel this way, but I feel like Smash Brothers needs to have a new iteration that is scaled back and smaller and tighter and more confined and does not have everybody in it. So, yes. But Mario Kart remake. should just keep going. I don't know why I feel contradictory ways about this, but I do. I'm fine. No, come up with a no. They'll come up with a new theme. Around, yeah. Like. Nintendo has not run out of ideas with the, with tracks. They they can keep going for a I mean, century. I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of floored. I mean, and, and they scratched the surface with it a bit, right? When they added like there's Splatoon characters, there's Animal Crossing characters in this game. The Link is in Zero this game. track. Yeah, I mean, I I'm surprised they didn't just throw a bathroom Samus and yes, there's a bathroom, bathroom in this game. New track. Let a Pikmin drive a car. Famous Nintendo character Let bathroom. Let a Pikmin drive a car. Um, <laughs> the bath- yeah, no, get 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 more Pikmin in there, get uh, Samus in there, get, get uh, keep adding all of that. It's a, they could do Super Smash Kart. They could they could mix all the yeah. characters together like Super but, Smash Brothers. But for now this this Well they already did. But for now this game is done, yeah. right? Yes. yes. We're done. Yeah. Pencils down, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. No? I don't know. We don't buy Probably, it. Probably it's done. you're probably right. I do, I buy it. Yeah, it's done. I think it's done. I think it's over. It'll be a pack in next year or something. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to move. We mentioned Splatoon. I want to move on to the Splatoon 3 expansion patch, Wave 2, Spring 2024. Yeah. Uh, I really like what they're doing with this. This is a single oh, cool. player, story driven, uh, el- elevator themed. Yeah. Uh, where you basically Different like battle challenges. It's yeah. a tower. It's a tower, tower yeah. Mode. Um, with really loved the sort of like subdued minimalist art here. For it's some- like bleached coral. Yeah. It's bleached yeah. coral. Oh, yes, that's so a- sad. Spl- it is. Splatoon's aesthetics are freaking awesome. It looks really cold, but I don't. Yeah, I guess it's not because they're they're not dressed like it's cold. She seems fine. So She's fine. Yeah. yeah, they're also squid kids. So, right. uh, Pear, you're you're a huge Splatoon fan. What are you into this? I'm a lapsed lapsed player. My my daughter keeps oh. playing online every day. Um, I'm lapsed. Uh, I I still love the game. I'll definitely go back and play the single single player DLC though. Um, look at that. You got a little, little salmon control issue there. Um, 
Yeah, no, I'm I'm into this. I I just I, you know every time they do do uh, new single player stuff, they come up with some really clever puzzle concepts and just a fun world to be in. And most and the music is freaking awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm here for it. Great, totally yeah. into it. No, this 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 looks exactly like I'm I'm not good at the multiplayer version of this game. Mm-hmm. I just never I I appreciate the heck out of it. Yeah. I'm just not great at it. And so when I see something that's like interesting and single player focus like this and i don't have to let my team down i'm i'm in right yeah i think splatoon consistently has some of the best single player campaigns for a game that is ostensibly an online multiplayer game uh that that are out there um i and the dlc in splatoon 2 specifically uh was really good uh, it had it had really really good DLC with it, and and it had, this game originally Splatoon three had a really good single player campaign to begin with. Um, I played through all of it, and then played a crap ton of online multiplayer for months and months after this game came mm-hmm. out. And I I I am lapsed like you because yeah. I can't play this forever. I got other things to do. Too but many big I'm single player games out. Yeah, absolutely yeah. coming back for this. Really really stoked. There, yeah, you're like you said, pair their puzzle design for these things is just really really spot on. I love the aesthetic. I love that this DLC seems to include Pearl and marina in some way right uh, the two like kind of host characters from splatoon 2 uh because we did see a little more of callie and marie in splatoon 3 and so having pearl and marina around i'm very excited yep. about that yeah and ginormous success obviously in japan like oh yeah, yeah i was yeah. recently there and splatoon is everywhere and the splatoon corner and the nintendo store is overrun so yeah it's pretty cool i hope this i i hope with this dlc i mean it means they'll keep splatoon 3 going for a little while i feel like splatoon 2 got cut off a little bit yeah. too soon yeah. because they were trying to move on to this and i kind of i understand they were i believe the same development team works on both splatoon and animal crossing so they were trying to get onto animal crossing and right. move on to this but i i hope i hope this game ends up having a little bit longer lifespan than splatoon 2 did because it, totally. it really deserves it well uh see if i can do this speaking of multiplayer shooters that involve uh weird alien looking creatures and a variety of uh i see spray weapons contra operation galuka all right uh a remake of the original nes slash arcade game coming to nintendo switch in 2024 made by way forward who's just done like they're as far as i'm concerned they're just masters of of uh of of 2d action platformers remake makers Uh, advanced wars obviously i'm not in love with with the uh graphics in this game i'm not crazy about there's there's like a weird kind of like um, an Xbox arcade meets Mid Journey. <laughs> this is the rudest yeah. thing I'm ever gonna say on this show, and I apologize for it. No, this looks fine. like a mobile game ad. Yeah. Okay, it's like yeah. an ad for a mobile game that it does not exist. You know what I mean? Yeah, I so. I'm I'm one I'm like I'm very like weird with with Contra where like I I love the original NES version I think the arcade version is ugly like I think the original arcade yeah. version of Contra is ugly to me it's like the old school sprite based pixel arts mm. uh, is Super Contra is is my Super favorite. Contra is gorgeous yeah. Yeah. Um, and and if you haven't played these games they're run and gun shooters and they were famous for awesome two player co op play yes. and uh, and yep. and super and 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 this sort of like choice of which weapon do you pick up do you pick the weaker spread shot the flamethrower the, the missiles minute. right like yeah. it's it's all it's all about your weapon choice and then complementing each other as two mm-hmm. players and there's vehicle vehicle sections and hanging on to stuff sections i'm happy this is coming back i mean yeah. Konami has not done great franchise care with Contra. There were many, no. many missteps in this series. Um, going back to the 16-bit days, if it feels like the 16-bit or the 8-bit games, I've, I think we got something here. And I'm with you. The The art style is not my favorite. It's not my favorite, but I think that like like all, I'm seeing all the weapons and bosses yeah. and everything I love. The gameplay looks rock solid. Yeah. This reminds me of Capcom uh, made a... Uh, Ghosts and Goblins game like yep. a year ago. Yeah, it's same right. deal. It was kind of like yeah. I'm really glad this franchise is back. I'm not in love with the way it looks. Yeah, but I'll I'll still play it. Um, what's cool about this is is uh, there's four player, multiple difficulty options this time around. So yeah, um, if you were looking for another reason to play Contra, uh, as far as I know, the original Contra is not on Nintendo Switch Online. You're oh, it's not on. No, it's not on Nintendo Switch Online. It's uh, it's in the Contra anniversary collection that's right. that you yes. have to buy separately which you can you play one million percent buy that because the original contra is one of if maybe not the best couch co-op experience of all time you can play it in 45 minutes yep. you and a homie 
on the couch and then you could go yep. uh like what we used to do we'd play it and then we'd watch american gladiators yep. yep and then this does four players so that's a bit that's a nice little step up so oh, who's yep. got four friends though i mean we all look look we're more than four people right here uh no we are f- exactly four yeah. people right we're more than four <laughs> people here i was counting the people behind Who the camera the thank you very here. much Who did uh, you see? harvey i want to i want to move on to a set of remakes for another classic game it seems like we got a bunch of those today uh tomb raider one two and three remastered it's the entire trilogy it lets you switch between the art styles of the original and uh the modern i'm i'm into this cool yeah yeah. i was not expecting this you'll you you will be surprised when you replay tomb raider i really like the tomb raider games and i think i've played almost everything in the franchise right they were they were definitely a takeoff on prince of persia on the original prince of persia where you had to time your jumps ahead of time Mm. Right, like you're running up to an edge, and you have to tell Lara, "Hey, you're coming up to an edge. Jump soon!" And then she jumps. Right, like I think with modern controls and what companies have done with kind of interrupting animation cycles and and being able to be more responsive, I think it's going to be odd when people play this for the first time Mm. because it's going to feel very sluggish and tank-like. But these games were so cool. They like the yeah. there were moments you see this in the trailer. There's a moment when she comes out and you see the T Rex, and it's like it's like this Indiana Jones movie ending where you're like, oh wait, it's real. Like the supernatural right. stuff, the crazy stuff is real. And her running around and firing independently with two guns was really yeah. cool too. This it's a I mean it's a they're good games. I'm curious yep. to see how they'll feel now when we revisit them. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah. These these. Do not play like the modern no. games you might know or Uncharted <laughs> or, know. you know, any of the games that that inspired them afterwards. Um, yeah. Remember but, block pushing like Link can like move left and right. She can only move in a line. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's like it, it, it. Everything takes a little longer. I also I, yeah. I kind of think the remastered graphics look kind of nice. Like they, oh, they have, do. Yeah. They have the vibe of the original, but, yes. but they're not yeah. like. you know they're they're nicer i i don't know i i feel like it's very easy when you're you're trying to remaster something that people have a lot of very strong feelings about to to make something that doesn't look true to the original and i i was not playing these the the day they came out certainly they're clever they use a model from the middle of series so this is they they're actually using a later lara croft style to to apply to the old game which is kind of cool i I think it looks nice uh this is being done by uh aspire games who worked on the knights of the old republic uh and never finished that yeah, I don't think they did either. Um, Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, which came to Switch, a um, couple games like that. They did a Republic Commando. So yeah, they've been kind of digging through a bunch of kind of the '90s and or 2000s treasure chests and uh, remaking, remastering a bunch of games. So yeah, like like we said, gameplay is a little finicky, but yeah. if you can push past it, there's some really cool stuff in here. A lot of um, really good eating for people who just liked games years ago. I know there's a, there's a lot of classic stuff again, which is like, are we going to talk about Unicorn Overlord? Or- Let's do it. Yeah, let's talk about let's let her let, let her rip. Overload? Yeah, overlord. Oh, um so <laughs> that was one of the surprises where when the when the footage began to play, I'm like, wait, is this Ogre Battle? Are you kidding me? This is Atlas. Yeah. Makers of Ogre Battle, right? They got acquired, yeah. obviously. They've they've re-released Tactics Ogre, but they've never gone back to the original Ogre Battle formula, which was a real-time strategy game with turn-based automated battles and lots of RPG elements. So it was a tactics RPG, but with a real-time slant. And like looking at the gameplay systems, this is vanilla where it's not the original developers of Ogre Battle. This is right. not Ogre Battle branded, you cowards. <laughs> um, but it is completely an homage to it. When you see the there's a sequence that shows the battle graphics in the lower right. That is a classic ogre battle formation set up there. Um, this is the company they made. Uh, if you don't know Vanilla Moir, they made uh, was it Dragon's Crown and Muramasa Demon Blade, right? Yeah. And so it's a it's a good. A really good company that has this sort of hand-drawn 2d art style as the core and they're big on fantasy this feels like a spiritual successor to ogre battle i'm super good. excited about this one yeah i don't know yeah. if you can tell love the music yeah. too in this trailer like the atlas i feel like has a really good roster of composers over there and a lot of yeah. that stuff just has really good soundtracks yeah it sounded nice so is this kind of like a war groove situation where it's like this is a this is a studio that's like <laughs> making something that but it's their series right like it's right, atlas's right. brand i you know so you know maybe they're trying to spin out and maybe it's in the same universe we don't know anything about this yet but well, uh but I would say that calling a game Ogre Battle and then you don't battle, like it's not a bunch of ogres <laughs> battling each other. 
Oh. You're really disappointed. No, but there is a unicorn that. overlord. Okay. Why don't they call it ogre lord? Overlord. Ogre lord. <laughs> unicorn ogre. It's overlord, right? But it could be ogre. Unicorn yeah. overlord. It could, it could be. be ogre lord. Totally. Um, but but we already but saw. Ryan's there's a wyvern in it, which is a great unit in ogre battle too. I mean, oh, right. wyvern. This ogre. is very deliberately designed to look like ogre battles, art style and everything. Ogre Battle didn't have this sort of exploration that you're seeing here. It didn't have that sort of, you know, you can see there's a tactical element attacking the different cities. Um, man, I'm I'm day one on this, this one. Looks, yeah. Congratulations. Awesome, yeah. Happy birthday, no, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, look, I'm, I'm happy with all these returning games and remakes yeah. and all that stuff. But, guys, I played all those in the 1800s. You, you did. Know, you guys weren't alive yet. I know, and but did. you got yeah, to let the youth experience. Yeah, yeah I want something new. And I only have about 400 hours of gameplay left in Starfield and Baldur's Gate. <laughs> and I'm looking true. for something new. I know. This should make some video games this year. It's been a real problem. Yep. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I wanted to speed run through a couple of more games uh, that we saw today before we get to our kind of final overall thoughts on the direct in general um we got luigi's mansion 2 hd that's summer 2024 Woo! very excited for that one yep. uh detective pikachu returns on october 6th that's uh, less than a month away great crazy yeah. uh adventure games galore another code as well that's right a yeah. month after that WarioWare move it uh brand new uh WarioWare game 200 uh, ah. uh micro games four player With battles chicken action a lot of a lot of motion stuff super mario wonder is coming out on october 20th the same day as spider-man uh and i something else i forgot that i was excited for it's just too <laughs> much to keep track of um another code recollection which is a a collection of uh ancient ds games that are basically uh um, sort of half visual novel, half adventure games. One never came to the States, so that's really cool. Uh, God, Trombone Champ, which yeah. is out today. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, that's Wii Music if Wii Music so was self aware. Yes. And everything sounds and, and good. I'm yep. so yeah. glad that's coming to consoles. Yep. So glad to be a tromboner. Uh, we got Bandletail, League of Legends Story, Song of Nunu, Euden Chronicle, uh, Eastward, uh, uh, Octopia, Wargroove 2, Dave the Diver is coming yeah. October 26th. Uh, Among Us, the fungal. Fung there was a lot today. There was a Welcome lot today. To yeah. Wargrove Two is out sooner than I thought. Yes, um, that's great. So I, I want well, Hollow Knight as always. So that's a tradition it's, that we're going to continue. Yep. Into leave the them next alone. Five years. That's a that's a that's a Unity uh, engine game. Ooh. So they're yeah, they're right. they're probably having a week. Mm. Oh, um, uh, yeah, if you if you if, follow. if you if you want to see the entire industry united against something, go check out the discourse on uh, what's <laughs> on going Unity. on with the Unity engine right now. Yeah, everybody so is certainly is some Unity. Um, but yeah, overall, uh, as a Nintendo Direct as a whole today, forty something minutes, uh, some surprises, a lot of familiar, nothing like majorly no megaton. huge. No, yeah, no Megaton. Um, still no Metroid Prime Four. Still no, uh, you know, the oft rumored Wind Waker HD, uh, Twilight Princess HD port. People just make um, them up for every direct because someday it'll be true. Right? Someday it'll yeah. be true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, broken clock and all that. Mm -hmm. um, Seth, let's start with you. What, what's your kind of overall thoughts? You don't have to grade it or anything like that. I just want to hear, you know, uh, how, how do you how'd you feel about this direct as a whole? It was good. Okay. It felt like uh, it felt like the direct that we get near the end of the Switch because there's nothing really gigantic coming out anymore. Uh, I think the next huge direct is going to be announcing the next hardware and, and you know then it won't even be a direct they'll just be like hey join us for a special presentation tomorrow right. where we talk about the future of nintendo hardware or something like which that. was a so, january i believe for the original switch right it was just like yeah, a I random think, was it in october that they they like first teased it yeah with a little mario like peeking behind the curtain all creepily and mm -hmm. then it was january and then none of us could believe it that it was real and awesome but um yeah nothing you know it really got me pumped i was like just mostly like yeah okay mm -hmm, this whole time and i'm a little like i'm a little disappointed but it's nobody's fault but my own because i was like this is the one where they're gonna give us wind waker finally. right i can't mm -hmm. that doesn't exist so, yeah it does it's not real exist, so boot up your last two systems you can play Wind Waker. i don't want to have to go through this again my I will wii mail is you bricked. a gamecube i will mail you a gamecube my wii u is bricked you buy like apple twos and giant giant tvs every week you could fix it come on sort it that out is, Seth. Yeah. uh Reb, Reb, what about you real quick what are your thoughts on the direct as a whole like a b plus yeah it's like solid throughout not, like, like seth said nothing that blew me away but but like 
solid, good, entertaining, plenty of games. Happy. Me too. Me too. Same, same. I'm thousand, I woke up thousand for Year Door, just to be clear, good. makes me really happy. Yeah. yeah. That's a wonderful game to remake. Uh, not enough people played that. And then, you know, I'm, I'm all, all over Overlords. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, I think they did some really solid victory lapping of, of what we're going to be playing in the immediate future, which looks completely stacked. This fall is awesome for Nintendo fans. We're getting a lot of great stuff, yeah. and there's a lot of cool stuff rolling into next year. So, um, yeah, that was this episode of Nintendo Voice Chat uh, covering the brand new Nintendo Direct. Thank you, Reb. Thank you, Parrot. Thank you, Seth. Uh, if you want more Nintendo Voice Chat, well, we put up new episodes every single week. Seth is usually the gracious host of that, and he's doing awesome with it. So check those out on uh, iTunes, whatever pa podcast platform you love, or YouTube. Uh, leave us a nice comment. Say something positive. Give us a good review. All that fun stuff. Um, if you want more live reactions to brand new showcases from uh, giant video game uh, production studios. Well, guess what, folks? Later on today, uh, the cast of Podcast Beyond, including me, who's going to have even more coffee, uh, is going to be uh, doing an entire post-show for the brand new uh, Sony State of Play, uh, where we expect to hear more about PlayStation, third parties, and indies. Uh, but for now, you know, you have a Nintendo Switch. Go download all the games you found out about today. Get that uh, Dave the Diver demo. Get F-Zero 99. Try oh, and yeah. beat Pair. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for watching. And remember that Nintendo Voice Chat is the only place where you can get, get the thing. thing. Get, get the, the thing. thing. Thank you. We'll see you soon. Get the thing. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.